0: Hotep, everybody. Hey, this is Michael M. Hotep, founder of the African History Network, host of the African History Network show. I'm a talk show host, researcher, lecturer, and writer. It is Tuesday, November 21st, 2018. And I wanted to um, talk about this disturbing story dealing with Black China, reality TV star. Black China, former stripper, etc. And that's in her bio. i not trying to cast aspersions on it Um, but this deals with the skin bleaching cream called White Tinicious, the skin bleaching cream called White Tinicious. Okay. And I first found out about white initious back in 2014 2014. And it was introduced by a Cameroonian uh pop singer, Cameroonian, Nigerian pop singer, named uh, Densia, Densia, okay. So this story broke um, Monday, November 20th, Uh, uh, or actually um, it it broke uh, November 19th, okay, which was uh, Monday, yeah, Monday, November 19th, I should say. Um, TMZ broke the story, Uh, face-to-face Africa, picked it up. The number face, the number two, faceafrica.com. They picked it up. And also, Atlanta has an article about this as well. Okay. So if we look at this, um, the article from Face to Face Africa is called Black China is heading to Nigeria to roll out new skin bleaching cream. Black China is headed to Nigeria to roll out. New skin bleaching cream. And in the article, it says American entrepreneur, socialite, and former stripper, Black China, is going to Nigeria on her first ever trip to roll out a new skin bleaching cream produced in partnership with White Tenitius by Densia, a luxury skincare line owned by a controversial Cameroonian singer named Densia. And she's Nigerian and Cameroonian, okay? And now, like I said, I've been talking about Densia since 2014. Um, There are articles going back then talking about her skin bleaching cream. Now, she markets it as a dark spot remover. She doesn't market it as a skin bleaching cream. But I'm going to show you before and after pictures of Densia, and you be the judge. Uh Verastic, V-E-R-A-S-T-I-C, verastic.com, had an article January 9th, 2014, entitled, Can We Talk About Densia's White Tinnitus Dark Spot Remover? Can We Talk About Densia's White Tinnitus Dark Spot Remover? Then, um, February of 2014, uh, there was an article from um, dailymail.co.uk, Dailymail.co.uk, white tinnitus is an abomination. African pop star is accused of selling skin bleach with controversial pigment altering cream. This is from uh, February 8th, uh, was originally published February 7, 2014. Dailymail.co.uk, white tinnitus is an abomination. African pop star is accused of selling skin bleach with controversial uh, pigment altering cream. Okay, so you can um, see these articles going back to 2014 talking about this. All right, so Black China's real name is Angela Renee White. Angela Renee White. Uh, and she will be in Lagos, Nigeria on Sunday, November 25th, for her first official launch of the white initiatives. Uh, by Black China, Diamond Illuminating, and Lightning Cream, together with Densia, the pop star Densia, at a shopping event she announced on Instagram, okay? So let's uh, bring up the share, because I want you to, uh, I want you to see this, because I want you to see I'm not making this up, right? And I had to go research this. I went to her Instagram account. I've read some different articles about this to verify this is true. This is not, this is not made up, okay? Uh, so let's pull this up here. I want you to see this here.
1: All right, so we should be sharing now. Okay, all right, so here you see the, um what is that popping up, okay.
0: So here you see the this is what she posted on her Instagram account. Okay, this is Black China here. Um, you see, this is from her Instagram account. White Tenitius invites you to discover the White Tenitius by Black China collection at our exclusive shopping event hosted by Black China, Sunday, November 25th, 2018, 1, 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. White Tenitius by Dencia. Okay, this is in Lagos, Nigeria. All right, so this is what she posted on her Instagram account account i'm not making this up uh now her representatives okay let's go back okay so her representatives told uh local american media that she has been using white technicians dark spot remover a dark spot corrector for a few years to deal with hyperpigmentation and the new product is for people of color who suffer from skin issues. According to according to TMZ, a fancy jar goes for $250. Now, um, here is a picture of Black China. Notice the blonde hair. We'll talk about that in a minute, okay? Um, and I'm not attacking African American women who have blonde hair, but we need to talk about this, especially in this specific instance. So this is black China, all right? Now, here's densia Now, this is the woman who launched the skincare line, the spot remover used as skin bleaching cream in 2014. This is Densia on the left. This was, I I went to, back in 2014, I've been covering this story since 2014, I went to Densia's Twitter page. She had these images of herself on her Twitter page. This is Densia on the left before White Tanisha's. Notice her beautiful brown skin tone. This was, this was a beautiful sister. Emphasis on was. Notice her hair was black. Then, then see it after white tennis on the right. Okay, she looks pale. Okay, she looks pale. Notice the blonde hair before and after. Okay, now she says it's not a skin bleaching cream did she feel that her entire body was a dark spot she didn't just use it on her face she used it on her chest her arms her stomach her legs okay so we have to understand white supremacy is a global system and we have to stand even it's attacking our brothers and sisters on the continent of africa it's attacking in the caribbean it's attacking in central america okay and we have to understand that we are all recovering we're all going through a 12-step process recovering from the side effects of white supremacy and racism and so many of us have been taught to hate ourselves we know african americans in this country we've been stripped of our history and culture okay and your history and culture gives you your, your values your interests and your principles all right and Your your, your history and culture gives you your VIPs, your values, your interests, and your principles. And this influences how you see reality. This gives you your, um, uh, this is tied to your self-esteem, your history and culture, your values, your interests, and your principles. But this also determines whose standard of beauty that you use. Whose standard of beauty do you compare yourself to? Do you use a European standard of beauty or do you use an African standard of beauty? So even on the continent of Africa even though many of them speak African languages and they have their culture intact more so than African Americans in general they've still gone through various degrees I mean this is this is one of the side of, this is one of the results of colonialism okay and even though many of them will have African culture more so than many of us here in this country, they're still dealing with, uh, many of them still dealing with different types of self-hatred and aspects of self-hatred coming from white supremacy. Because of the European controlled media that's projecting images in the continent of Africa, in this country, Central America, the Caribbean, etc. They've elevated the European phenotype as being the standard of beauty as being superior. And if you see, if you see the documentary, um, that's in the other article from, uh, so this article from face to face Africa, they, um, have a link to another article, a source article from face to face Africa from May 2nd, 2018 called skin bleaching isn't passe in Africa. just been rebranded skin bleaching isn't passe in Africa it's just been rebranded in that article is a video that deals with skin bleaching skin bleaching scandal in South Africa okay and but there's another one uh, there's a little documentary in here everybody needs to see it's called beauty and the bleach beauty and the bleach okay and uh what I'm gonna do here, I'm gonna show you this article quickly. I'm not gonna play the video um because I don't want um any problems there. But let's go, let me let me show you this. This is a source article here. This is from face to faceafrica.com. Now, this is an African news source. This is one I read every day. There are about uh four or five African news sources I read, and two or three I read on a daily basis. Face to face Africa is one of them. Also I try to read howafrica, Africa, uh, how This is Africa.me, okay Africa, uh, I think com. okay. okay A-Y. But face-to-face Africa, in my opinion, they're like the best. All right. So um we scroll down, they have this one here. Read this article, watch this video. Beauty and the bleach. Senegalese women risk permanent skin damage. For sake of lighter shade, we don't we don't understand how big of an epidemic skin bleaching is and it comes from a self hatred. Because of the effects of white supremacy and racism, so we have to fight against this and we have to deal with African standards of beauty. We have to fight against this because you have people who are dying from the skin bleaching creams and they can cause cancer, high blood pressure, they can cause lesions, all different types of side effects, okay? Beauty and the bleach. Watch that documentary. Beauty and the bleach, skin whitening trend ravages uh, uh, Senegalese women, okay? All right, so let's go back to this one here, okay? So once again, this is Densia, before and after all right and okay so let's continue with the article here
1: all right so uh
0: camerooni okay so all right it didn't see you okay let me scroll down so the u.s based artist uh has insisted on several platforms that the cream is only for covering blemishes and hyperpigmentation but not to shame dark-skinned women okay and this is what dencia says and i guess this is what black china says also um some people they don't feel confident they don't feel pure they don't feel clean with dark spots i said seven day fast acting dark spot remover it's called reading comprehension reading comprehension if people miss that class that's not my fault Uh, i think that their whole, if they think their whole body is a dark spot, then fine, because that's not how I feel," in quote she said in a television interview. So I think they are referring to Vincia Vincia herself has gone through several phases of skin lightening, and she looks light skinned as compared to her previous dark skin, as I just showed you. Now, skin bleaching is a major problem in Africa, and Diaspora communities across the world. Many women and men go through the risk of lightening their skins to be regarded as "quote unquote" desirable and beautiful. Desirable and beautiful. End quote. Many skin bleaching creams include mercury, cortisone, and hydro uh, hydroquinine uh, Okay, chemicals that are linked to skin cancer high blood pressure high blood pressure thinning of the skin other forms of cancer kidney and liver failure okay this is i mean you remember in the movie malcolm x when malcolm got his first conch and he was in the uh, barbershop and they put the lie in his hair they put the concoction in his hair concholine and they put the line in his hair and it was burning his scalp and then they took it off and washed it out. He said, he said, oh, look, he said, it looks real white, doesn't it? Okay. This is this is like that type of self-hatred. So the risk associated with skin bleaching inspired Minnesota public health advocate Amira, Amira uh A D A W E, who has made it her personal mission to seek out shops selling skin bleaching creams and report their activities. The Somali Somali anti-skin bleaching crusader is a manager for the Children's Cabinet of Minnesota Governor Mark uh, Dayton, and 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 she's the host of a weekly uh, radio show dubbed Beauty Wellness Talk. Beauty Wellness Talk. She discusses the issues that prompt women to alter their skin, including colorism, self-esteem, social media, and self-hate. Colorism, self-esteem, social media, and self-hate, okay? And we have to understand that, that African-American men, we are, this, the, the European standard of beauty is fed to us as well. And then we put oftentimes this pressure on our women to emulate a European standard of beauty. So we want women with straight hair, we want women with light skin, we want women with blonde hair, many of us. Because we, that, all like I said, all of us are going through a 12 step process, recovering from the side effects of white supremacy. Some of us are at step one, some of us are at step five, some of us are at step 10. Some of us have been at step one for 10 years. Some of us have, have backslid, but we have to understand this. We have to understand that we have to come out of this. And oftentimes, African American men, we see this in the media, we see this in music videos, especially hip hop videos. So you'll see a lot of the women in the hip hop videos are dark skinned with long hair or curly hair, okay? And it's sending these messages to our daughters that you will be more desirable if you look like this, okay? So in Africa, skin bleaching products have been outlawed in country countries such as Ghana, Togo, South Africa, Mali, Côte d'Ivoire, uh, the Ivory Coast, um, Côte d'Ivoire. Uh, but the uh, laws are not being implemented. The laws are not being implemented. Um, there is still a high demand for skin bleaching products which have now been rebranded as quote unquote toning or dark spot correction and lightening creams, okay? So the skin bleaching creams have been rebranded because the skin bleaching creams have been outlawed in these African countries. They've been rebranded as a toning cream, as a dark spot correction but people put it all over their bodies, okay? Or a lightning cream, okay? So we, so we have to understand this. All right, now, uh, and then you see the blonde hair as well. And because the European phenotype has been, has been projected as the dominant phenotype in the standard of beauty, these European features have been uh, projected as the features you want to have, the, the the thin low, thin the slim nose, in some cases thinner lips, in some cases thicker lips, like Kim Kardashian, as long as you have the light skin or the, the lighter complexion skin. But then the adoption of the blonde hair because you had movies, you had sayings like blondes have more fun, gentlemen prefer blondes, okay. I guarantee you, and then once again, let's look at this. I'm not trying to attack anybody, uh, any of our sisters with blonde hair, or brothers for that matter, but this is something that we have to deal with, okay? I guarantee you, if having blonde hair was associated with being overweight and ugly and single and lonely, um, sisters would not be dying their hair blonde. It's only because they think it is advantageous to to do so. It's only because it has been projected in magazines and movies and TV shows that this is desirable, that this is beautiful. If it was, if if having blonde hair was associated with being ugly, I guarantee you they would not go through the trouble trouble and spend money to dye their hair blonde. Okay, so we have to understand how the media has been involved in shaping our value, shaping the standard of beauty that we oftentimes subconsciously try to emulate. Okay, this is this is really deep. All right, so if we look at this uh, uh, other article here from face-to-faceafrica.com. Skin bleaching isn't past saying Africa It's just been rebranded, because that was a source article for the first one. Uh, despite despite skin bleaching products being outlawed in countries such as Ghana, okay, we talked about that, Ghana, Togo, South Africa, Mali, um, it is estimated that seventy percent of Nigerian women, it's estimated that seventy percent of Nigerian women, and fifty-two percent, fifty-two percent, and sixty-seven percent of Senegalese. Women use skin-lightening agents. Okay, they 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 left something out. Uh, it's estimated that 70% of Nigerian women and uh, 52% of Senegalese women use skin-lightening agents. Okay, I think they left the country out right here. And let me go back here and see if they corrected it. I think they talk about that in the uh, documentary. All right. So the conundrum. The conundrum lies in the products that are used to formulate skin bleaching creams and the likes. Many include mercury, cortisone, uh, hydroquinine, uh, chemicals linked to skin cancer, high blood pressure, thinning of the skin, and other forms of cancer and uh, kidney and liver failure. The World Health Organization um, has specifically banned these chemicals due to their danger to individuals' health. The World Health Organization has specifically banned these chemicals due to their danger to individuals' health. Despite the dangers, the uh, practice is still going strong. As Jackson Marcel said, quote, Black people are seen as dangerous, end quote. That's why I don't like being Black. People treat me better now because I look like I'm white, Okay. This deals with colorism. I mean, this deals with a long history of projecting the European skin tone, European phenotype as being superior, denigrating, dehumanizing African people, and then the treatment that those with lighter skin and those who look white, those who um, perceive themselves as being white, the the way the difference in the way they are treated compared to the way that people of African descent are treated those with darker skin. This has to do with, uh, a conditioning process that largely is projected through the media and how uh, our standards of beauty are influenced by the media we consume. And this is why we have to. This is why we have to fight against this. This is why we have to reclaim African history and culture. Reclaim African history and culture. This is what gives us our VIPs, our values, our interests, and our principles. This gives us our standards of beauty. This gives us a cultural paradigm that we see reality through. And this also tells us what to fight against. And um, you know, people's history and culture teaches them how to deal with the problems of the past in the present and the future to meet the needs of the community. A people's history and culture teaches them how to deal with the problems of the past in the present and the future to meet the needs of the community, okay? All right, so very quickly here, those in uh, Detroit wanna let you know, I will be uh, at the Charles H. Wright Museum of African American History Friday, uh, November 23rd, day after Thanksgiving for the Black Friday Marketplace. It's taking place 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, It's going on all day, free and open to the public. There'll be a number of African-American vendors there, so you can come uh, support African-American businesses, recycle the dollars. uh, There, Charles H. Wright Museum of African-American History, 315 East Warren Avenue in Detroit. Visit our website, africanhistorynetwork.com, africanhistorynetwork.com for more information. We'll have a vendor table there for the African History Network, our DVD lectures. We'll have those there also. And African American business owners, hey, you can post the name of your uh, business here on the thread of the broadcast. Email us at customer service at africanhistorynetwork dot com. Customer service at African dot com to find out how to advertise with the African History Network. Also, we take your thirty second, sixty second commercial audio commercial put into the audio podcast of our uh, Sunday night show, the African History Network show, and some of the broadcasts we do throughout the week. Uh, we're on six different podcast platforms. Each episode reaches thousands of people across the country. We're on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, CastBox, ACAST, FM Player, TuneIn.com. Uh, just search for the African History Network show uh, where we get your podcasts, and you can listen to our show also. So email us at service at africanhistorynetwork.com, service at africanhistorynetwork.com, okay? And we also have the Mail Trek animated series for children to teach our children our history okay uh it combines conscious hip-hop and animation to teach uh, uh ancient african history and pre-columbian history all that's available at africanhistorynetwork.com we also have the coloring book and the uh full color uh storybook as well from Trek. okay and this teaches our children uh their history we also have these in a bundle pack or you can buy them individually that's all at africanhistorynetwork.com okay As well as the uh, 8 DVD bundle pack, The Africans That Were Here Before Columbus, The Africans That Were Here Before Columbus. All right, so let's go back to this article here from face-to-face Africa. Uh, Skin bleaching has evolved to toning, dark spot correction, and lightening. Now, pregnant women in Ghana have even taken to ingesting pills that will lighten the skin of their unborn children. this is sick. Okay, but this is white supremacy is a global system. Okay, I can't stress this enough. And um the concept of white supremacy evolves as Europeans are coming out of the dark ages and they start to circumnavigate the globe. We're talking about late 14 late fourteen hundreds, early fifteen hundreds. They see the majority of the world is not European. They see when the men intermix and have sex with the women in these areas that they're going into, the child comes out, the child is is a darker pigmentation. So they realize that if they don't put certain measures in place, that they can become genetically wiped off the face of the earth. And when you understand racism, racism is it has nothing to do with not liking people or calling people racial epithets or things like this racism is a system of advantage and privilege distributed based upon race that comes out of the uh, comes out of the ideology of european white supremacy racism occurs when one race of people control the majority of the wealth power resources privileges land access to education access to opportunity media jobs etc healthcare etc and they use this to marginalize subordinate and do harm to another race of people okay this is done for the purpose of preserving genetic white survival now I'm not saying that all white people subscribe to white supremacy okay you have some that do all right Um, but we have to understand that racism is the power structure it is a system of advantage and privilege distributed based upon race so when you understand history, you can see this taking place. And Christopher Columbus helped to spread it. Christopher Columbus on his four voyages from 1492 to 1504. Um, he helped to uh, lay the foundation for slavery, racism, capitalism, and the exploitation of indigenous people. These are some of the things I deal with in the online courses that I teach, uh, that are all on demand. They're available at AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. They include ancient Kemet, the Moors, and the Ma'afa, understanding the transatlantic slave trade, what they didn't teach you in school. That's a 14-hour, seven-session online course that I teach, and I deal with Columbus, I deal with ancient Egypt, deal with the 800-year occupation by Europe of Europe by the Africans known as the Moors. And we have to understand that when the Moors go in in 711 AD and there are waves of them going in after that, they're into these Moorish men are intermixing with these white women, and they're 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 changing the complexion of some of these Europeans. This is why. Um, so they go in through Morocco, seven eleven AD. Spain and Portugal is right above Morocco. This is where they go in first. Okay, and historically, you look at the complexion of the Spanish and the Portuguese. It was darker than those of the English. Okay, who were further away uh from uh spain and portugal okay because there were more moors there in spain and portugal because it's right above morocco than there were in england but they're going to go into england but not as many okay they're going to austrian german this is how you get names like schwarzenegger okay because schwartz means darker swarthy and nager is austrian and german for negro so when you have somebody like Arnold Schwarzenegger, who is from Austria in bodybuilding, he was known as the Austrian oak. Schwarzenegger means, basically, it can mean the dark plowman, P-L-O-W, or it can refer referred to the dark negro. It's basically in reference to a moor. Okay, so we have, unfortunately, pregnant women in Ghana. Who have, uh, who uh, some of them are ingesting pills that will lighten the skin complexion of their unborn children. The effects are damage to the limbs and internal organs and additional birth defects. This is how mentally damaged some of our sisters are in Ghana. Then there are advocates dedicated to assuring that uh, women with dark skin, uh, then there are advocates dedicated to assuring uh, women with dark skin that they are beautiful. So we have Amira Adaway, uh, uh, um, the Somali American uh, woman who I told you about, uh, who's a uh, radio talk show host and has uh, got women calling in to the show to discuss the societal and cultural pressures that lead them to alter their skin tone. Now Amira says of skin lightening, "quote A lot." Of it ties to colonization a lot of it ties to colonization certain skin colors were more accepted in the society okay but through the years it became so embedded in the culture to where it's become normal if you're if you are light-skinned you're more accepted and this is why the film Black Panther resonated with so many people and was so popular here in this country it was popular in Africa as well, but especially here in this country. Because one, you saw dark skin, especially women, you saw dark skin, beautiful dark skin women doing fantastic things. They were not the damsel in distress, they were the heroes of the movie, like Lupita Nyong'o's character of of Nakia. And we saw uh, Letitia Wright, who was the engineer who created all of these uh, wonderful gadgets and things like this. Uh, she was Shuri. She played Shuri. So we saw dark-skinned women. We saw um, Angela Bassett, who um, was the stepmother to T'Challa. That's not his birth mother. That's his stepmother. Uh, Ramonda, uh, his birth mother, died a few days after he was born. T'Challa, uh, who became the Black Panther. So Ramonda is his stepmother. Um, Shuri is his stepsister. Okay? When, you, when you understand Marvel, the Marvel comic universe and study the uh history of the Black Panther. Um, so you can get the lectures I've done dealing with the uh, Black Panther. We have them on digital download, uh, we have them in a uh, eight eight uh digital download Black Panther bundle pack, where you can buy them individually as well. We have them on DVD also at AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. dot com. But we saw these beautiful dark skinned women, uh Danae uh Danny Gurira, as well, who played General Oquaya, and they had natural hairstyles, or they had, um, or they were bald, as well. Okay, so these are things that really resonated with people. So uh, Amira says of skin light, of skin lightening, a lot of it ties to colonization. Certain skin colors were more accepted in the society, but through the years, it became so embedded in the culture to where it it has become normal, okay? to where it's no, it's become normal. If you're light skinned, you're more septic end quote. Long-held notions about what quote unquote suitable skin color is are still proving to have a stronghold on the mentality of blacks and other ethnic groups. It runs deeper than just beauty and appearance, okay? So check out this article. This is written by uh, Farida Dawkins. Farida Dawkins for um, FaceToFaceAfrica.com. And once again, uh, watch the video. Uh, watch the documentary that's in here called "Beauty and the Bleach: Skin Whitening Trend Ravages um, Senegalese Women." Okay, uh, that's extremely, extremely important.
2: Ready to start getting healthy? Well, I'm here to let you know that all-natural honey is a great way to start. At Crazy Boy Honey, we offer all natural honey for the lowest prices. Our honey has no additives or preservatives. Go to crazyboyhoney.com. That's crazyboyhoney.com and see what we have to offer. And remember, shipping is free.
3: Living in a world so cold, black people just to make it better stay on cold.
0: These kids need the tools to win, so we put it on the books to share with all our friends.
4: I don't believe there's no coincidence, that we were born so brave at a time like this. So pack your back, let's get ready to go, to the land of justice, ain't coming back no more. Z-Man! Z-Man and the Right Choice Kids. Get yours today at ZMadKids.com. This episode, obey your parents. How's up, brothers and sisters? Brother Michael Bullock is a multi-talented researcher, investigative, reporter, educator, and public speaker with over twenty years of experience lecturing on African history worldwide. Brother Bullock, a.k.a. The Black Knight, is the founder and CEO of Black Knight Productions, a non-profit organization dedicated to the research and teachings, if I may be so bold, of the greatest story never told, African history. Brother Bullock teaches, in all areas of human interaction, those major ones being economics entertainment education labor law politics religion sex and war so for more information if your organization would like to have the total experience of knowledge wisdom and understanding of what this brother brings to the table then reach out to the black knight and he will certainly reach back to you so contact him directly at m b u l a three five seven at gmail.com that's m b u l l three five seven at gmail.com hotel brothers and sisters
1: hey this is
0: alex the app nerd i create low-cost high-quality mobile apps for people like you Do you want to take your business to the next level by reaching more customers and potential clients? How about making ordering products and scheduling services easier? Does your church or organization want to improve youth participation? Perhaps you want to create a mobile game or dating app and make money off of paid ads. Well, what are you waiting for? Let me help you. Go to my site, appinmyhead.com. Request a free quote today. That's appinmyhead.com.
3: What would you do if someone took your real-life story and stole it from you, made millions off of it, and got away with it? That is exactly what happened to Shatona Tillman Sr., the real John Q. Being one of the most innovative and prolific writers of his time, his new book, The Nose of Men, The Yes of God, based on a true story, gives chilling testimony of his personal battle for justice against big names like Time Warner and New Line Cinema. In his unapologetic new book, The Nose of Men, The Yes of God, you'll hear about the judges and corrupt lawyers as Shatona Tillman Sr. warns us about the life and the pitfalls in the movie industry. You'll be at the edge of your seat as this book reveals the brutal truth about the theft of the feature film, John Q., how Time Warner in New Line Cinema stole his movie and how he's fighting to get it back. Pick up your very own copy today the Nose of men the yes of God based on a true story by Shatonda Tillman Sr. you won't regret it at www.therealjohnq.com
0: are you looking to regain your health and vitality then visit naturallifeenergy.com that's naturallifeenergy.com it is an alkaline plant-based diet website based on Dr. Sebi's methodology and nutritional guide which supports the healthy expression of the African black gene but it benefits everyone. Combat the ill effects of white supremacy that has brainwashed black people into eating foods that support the development of diabetes, high blood pressure, and cancer. Gain a better understanding of how to use a plant-based diet based on Dr. Sebi's nutritional guide to help heal your body and mind by reading Achillanese book, Alkaline Plant-Based Diet. Learn how to use herbs used in Dr. Sebi's methodology to help address complex diseases like lupus and IBS in his herbal book, Alkaline Herbal Medicine alkaline herbal medicine purchase a books from amazon barnes and noble and other book retailers get your copies today i know you all watched the movie black panther and saw wakanda and wanted to buy a one-way ticket straight to that magical place well why not the international black book is a cyber wakanda a black wonderland it is well overdue for the black diaspora to come together and build a global community where we can choose to buy black travel black, and eat black. Place your complimentary listing of your business or agency. You are welcome at internationalblackbook dot com internationalblackbook dot com sign up today all right, so we saw the article from um uh, TMZ, because TMZ broke this story on November 19th, Then I want you to see Black China here also, before and after. Okay, now her spokesperson has, has said she's been using uh, white initiatives for a few years now, right? So here we here we have Black China. This is from the promotion on her Instagram page on the left, her with the uh, my uh, my left, her uh, promoting. Uh, she's gonna be in Nigeria on November 25th you see it with the lighter skin okay now I'm not sure if her whole body had hyperpigmentation because her because her her arms her hands are lighter skin here she is in 2016 okay okay and I, I if this is before white um, or she had just started using I'm not sure but you see. She's a darker complexion. She sees she's a little darker here. Okay, her hands, all this stuff. And what you notice is when they use white niche, you notice it's an unnatural the 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 their skin complexion when it's lightened, it's like an unnatural lightened skin color as well. All right, so this is something a uh, very disturbing. Then they also show Sammy Sosa, because he's been Going through some type of process as well. All right. Okay. So now, uh, those in Nigeria. I mean, I, in, in Nigeria, um, they have. If they haven't already started. They have to start fighting back. Like people who know this is wrong in Nigeria need to start fighting back. Okay, and saying and denouncing and saying this is wrong um, because this is people are dying from this. Okay, not specifically white tinnitus, but the skin bleaching creams. I don't know about white tinnitus, but the skin bleaching creams in general, there have been deaths and things like this uh, surrounding it. There was an article from africanglobe.net from um, January 3rd, 2013, January 3rd, 2013, africanglobe.net. The Skin Bleaching Epidemic in Africa and the Diaspora. The Skin Bleaching Epidemic in Africa and the Diaspora. uh, And it talks about South Africa is marketed to the world as Mandela's rainbow nation, where everyone is proud of their race and heritage. But for some black South Africans, there is such a thing as being too black. A recent study by the University of Cape Town suggests that one woman in three in South Africa practice skin bleaching. The reasons for this are varied as the culture. It, the reasons the reasons for this are as varied as the cultures uh, in this country. But most people say they use skin lighteners because they want "quote unquote" white skin. All right, and uh, they they interviewed a local musician there, uh, um, uh who Miss Hosa. Santo Ms. Hosa, nickname Miss Hosa, who is now several shades lighter. She says her new skin makes her feel more beautiful and confident. Her new light skin makes her feel more beautiful and confident. She has been widely criticized in the local media and social networking sites for her appearance, but the 30-year-old says skin bleaching is a personal choice, no different from breast implants or having a nose job. Well, it's a little different than that. Quote, I've been black and dark skinned for many years. I wanted to see the other side. This is what she said. I wanted to see what it would be like to be white and I'm happy, end quote. She says candidly. Okay. So there's a deep seated self hatred that comes from, that's projected to us and fed to us by the European media. And when you see the European controlled media in those, even of African descent, who have a European colonized mind, when you see the video, the the little documentary that's in the article from Face to Face Africa, um, the documentary called Beauty and the Bleach. Okay, skin whitening trend uh, ravages. Let me see, what's, what's the full name? It's 26 minutes and 33
1: seconds. um
0: beauty and the bleach skin whitening trend ravages senegalese women okay now this is from rt uh and i guess it's rta and that's that's russia today okay i don't subscribe to them but there's good information in this documentary and you can cross-reference cross cross-reference it as well okay uh i'm not a big fan of russia today um uh, that's that's state tv state uh state of uh, Russian TV I'm not a big fan of it but this is information that you can cross-reference you don't just have to take their word for it but one of the things they they show you in this documentary is uh, in Senegal they're driving down the street and you see billboards and the billboards most most of the billboards that are promoting beauty products and things like this and have models in them. These are lighter skinned people, especially lighter skinned women that they're projecting. And you keep you keep going down the street. You keep seeing this day after day after day. And this is a standard of beauty. OK. And then you think, well, hey, if I acquiesce to the standard of beauty, if I lighten my skin, if I straighten my hair, then maybe I can get a better job. Maybe I could get a a, a a job as a model, you know, maybe I can move up in society, so what we see is that there is a reward system in place to reinforce these white supremacist images, these white suprem- this white supremacist ideology. there's a reward system, okay, better jobs uh oh the other thing is is that you can get a husband you can get okay because if we look at. Lapita Nyango and I wrote an article about this back uh, May 9th, 2016. You can read all of my articles at africanhistorynetwork.com, africanhistorynetwork.com, okay? Right on the homepage, just click on uh, Read Articles by Michael M. Hotel. I wrote an article called Lapita Nyango Explains Why She Prayed to God to Make Her Light Skin, okay? Now, she's from Kenya. Okay, Napita Nyong'o, uh, we saw her first in 12 Years a Slave, and, and then also we know she is in a Black Panther as Nakia. And there was a story from April 23rd, 2014. Thursday, April 23rd, 2014. That was the day that um, People Magazine named Napita Nyong'o as the most beautiful person. Okay, she was on the cover of People Magazine. But ABC World News Tonight with Diane, Diane Sawyer did a story that talked about colorism and it talked about Lapita Niango. okay? And um, Deborah Roberts was the one who did this piece. She was uh, an African-American journalist um, and she conducted some interviews and Diane, Saw- Diane Sawyer talked about this piece and interviewed Deborah Roberts. But Deborah Roberts, reporting for ABC, did a story about colorism and the effects of the media on our children. Lupita Nyong'o, uh, Lupita Nyong'o was speaking at an Essence magazine awards banquet or something like that. And Lupita Nyong'o said that when she was a child growing up in, in Kenya, she had one wish. And she wished that God would make her light scan every night when she prayed. She, she before she went to bed, she prayed that God would make her light skin. Okay, now many people have argued with me, claiming that the media has no effect on our children, and there's no problem with our women dyeing their hair blonde, straightening their hair, etc. Now, in the uh, video, and I have the video, and I have a link to the video in this article. Um, in the in the video, Dr. Deidre Royster, who's a Ph.D., she's a sociologist from New York University did a study with a group of young girls of different ethnic groups and with, with the female doll, dolls. So they did like the doll test that um, Dr. Kenneth Clark and his wife Dr. Mamie Clark did back in 1939, right right around 1939. And this was used as part of the evidence for the Brown versus Board of Education desegregation, desegregation case of uh, 1954. Now the girls continued to choose the white doll with the blonde hair as the pretty doll. They continue to choose the white doll with the blonde hair, the pretty doll. So they had white girls, African-American girls, Hispanic, Asian. Dr. Deidre Royster, uh, let me see. So when asked by Deborah Roberts, the reporter, quote, what does that say to you about the message they're getting? End quote. Dr. Deidre Royster, a white woman, replied, quote, blonder, lighter, more European features are still seen as the most desirable, end quote. Now, this is not me saying it. This is what Dr. Deidre Royster, who's a white female sociologist with a PhD, she's a professor at New York University, she's the one who conducted the study. This is what she said, blonder, lighter, more European features are still seen as the most desirable, end quote. So what happens to our children when they put this, I asked the question, what happens to our children when they put a higher value on European features than their own features? What are we telling them? And why are some of our parents too ignorant to protect them from this? Not ignorant meaning stupid, but ignorant meaning not knowing. If you do not understand European white supremacy and racism, what it is and how it works, everything else that you think that you understand will totally confuse you, as Dr. Uh, Francis Crest-Wilson and Nellie Fuller correctly taught us, okay? And uh, in this article, I also talk about um, hip hop artist, Lil' Kim, who's gone through some type of, it appears, skin bleaching as well. And I show pictures of Lil' Kim um, from her, from her uh, Instagram page. She posted pictures. Uh, It's clear she's had some type of plastic surgery, but also uh, her skin is uh, uh, considerably lighter as well. Okay? And what this also speaks to is how when you have money and you still suffer from self-hatred, many times you can do something destructive with that money, okay? Uh, because you have the money for the plastic surgery, you have the money for the skin bleaching regimen, et cetera. And so, I was trying to pull that article up, but uh, let me see if I can Google it. I'll show you a picture here. Uh, so the name of the article that I wrote is called a Pitanango explains uh, why she prayed to God to make her light skin. Let's
1: see if we can pull this up here. Uh just a second. thought I had this article bookmarked, but I did not. All right.
0: So and in the article I, I said that if we if we look at recent pictures of um Um, I said, if we look at recent pictures posted by hip hop artist Lil' Kemp, this was back in 2016, on her Instagram page, we can see an example of uh, self-hatred that is perpetuated by white controlled media. This can cause low self-esteem, self-hatred, and a tendency for people, especially African American women, to try to achieve a European standard of beauty, to achieve acceptance and status. All right. And I'm trying to see if I can find this. So the story goes on to say um that it, the story from ABC World News Tonight. Uh Deborah uh Deborah Roberts, and uh, Diane Sawyer, Diane Sawyer, quote, TV may be partly to blame. 76% of the faces we see are white and just 16% are black. They were specifically talking about primetime TV at the time, which might explain the girl's response when asked who they would prefer to look like. The girls prefer to look like the doll with the blonde hair, the white doll with the blonde hair, OK? Now um in a november 3rd 2014 interview with glamour magazine lapita Niango was asked quote you've received lots of attention for your looks did you grow up feeling beautiful lapita Niango replied replied quote european standards of beauty are something that plagued the entire world the idea that darker skin is not beautiful that light skin is the key to success and love Africa is no exception. Africa is no exception. She she went on to say, when I was in the second grade, one of my teachers said, quote, where are you going to find a husband? How are you going to find someone darker than you? I was mortified. This is what Lapita Nyong'o said, okay? And um, I'm reminded one of my teachers, Dr. Leonard Jeffries talks about how whoever controls the images Controls your self-esteem, self-respect, and self-development. Whoever controls the history controls the vision. So then we see that um, we see that when we look at Lil Kim, Lil Kim talked about how she how she felt. Um, I think I have a link to an article about Lil Kim. News1.com had an article about this. But she, she talked about how she felt, she did not feel beautiful, darker skin, okay? And she said that when she was younger, her boyfriends would usually cheat on her with women who have more European features. So she gets into hip hop, she hits it big, she makes money. What does she do? She, she, you see her wearing the blonde hair, you see her getting plastic surgery, and then you see, over the years, bleaching her skin as well, okay, uh, using skin bleaching creams. So this is, and this um, this is, once again, coming from a self-hatred, feeling that she wasn't worthy, etc. Okay, so, I mean, this is, you know, a, a, what you do for yourself, what you do to yourself, and what you allow other people to do to you and get away with is based upon what you think about yourself, what you think about yourself is based upon what you have been taught about yourself. What you've been taught about yourself is based upon everything you've heard and seen about yourself. So we have to understand that we have to attack these negative images that are put out uh, of African people. And um, also we have to understand the impact that uh, white supremacy has on us. When I say white supremacy, I, I'm not saying that white people are superior. I'm talking about a ideology where uh, white people, some white people, think they are superior, but more importantly, the European, uh, we are operating based upon European standards of beauty, is being projected that European culture is superior, et cetera. Okay, this is dealing with understanding white supremacy. Okay, and um, we have to. We have to fight it. So we have to take back control of our minds. This is the foundation. We have to take back control of our minds. Bantu Stephen Biko, one of our great South African freedom fighters, he said the most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the mind of the oppressed. The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the mind of the oppressed. So we have to take our minds back. And we do that by reclaiming african history and culture which gives us our foundation it gives us our values our interests and our principles It influences our economic empowerment influences our political empowerment okay when we talk about african americans spending 97 percent of our dollars for people that don't look like us one of the reasons why is because we have been taught to hate ourselves subconsciously we hate ourselves so we are trying to consume our way to equality many of us and we're buying products. Can continue continue to buy products from people, oftentimes who have shown a disdain for us. But we're trying to emulate that to boost our self esteem. So we're trying to emulate them to boost our self esteem. Okay, so we we have to understand how this works. All right, and this is why reclaiming African history and culture is so important. It gives us the cultural cultural paradigm that we see reality through and it um, it helps us to fight back okay it helps us to fight back and i have to see is that
1: article is that article still up
0: well i think i can show
1: you a picture of the little cam i have to see what happened to that article of mine
0: and i think it's on your black world's website also Is I write for your black world as well. I may have to upload it again uh, to my site. Let's see. Because I wanted you to see...
1: wants you to see Lil Kim. Okay, yeah, News1.com had an article about this.
0: Dealing with Lil Kim. Lil Kim's selfies dredge up colorism debate. That's from um, April 26, 2016. Lil' Kim, selfies, dredge up, colorism debate. If you like this type, if you like this type of information, you can donate to the African History Network, paypal.me forward slash the AHN Show, paypal.me forward slash the AHN Show, okay? Uh, let's see, what pictures do they have here? Let's try to
1: share this so you can see it. Okay, then it goes to a commercial.
0: So Yaba Blay, PhD and author of the book, One Drop, Shifting the Lens on Race, joined guest host Angela Rye um, on News One Now to discuss the controversy surrounding Lil' Kim's altered appearance and how colorism continues to have an impact on the psyche of African-American women. Angela Rye began the segment expressing her views on the Kardashian phenomenon. She said, quote, we're living in a society where everybody says Kim Kardashian is the way we need to look, when the way Kim Kardashian looks right now, that's uh, not the way she looked. Uh, she's had so much plastic surgery, y'all need to quit with the Kardashian stuff, okay? Uh, Dr. Blaze said, Quote, oh, I was sad when I saw the image of Lil Kim on Sunday because that's not the Kim that so many of us uh so so many of us look to. She thinks she's uh she thinks she's always represented a kind of in your face unapologetic self-love for for us, and she's carried us through some kind of sexual liberation. End quote.
1: Um okay, so
0: She went on to say she's, she's ours, uh, later stating, quote, I really wanted to talk to her directly because it makes me sad. It makes me sad that uh, there aren't enough images. Uh, there's not enough affirmation for her to know that she doesn't have to do that. She doesn't have to go through those extremes to be accepted. To be to be seen as beautiful. In quote, okay. So so yeah, this this is what we're dealing with. And let me see if I could pull up a picture. Okay. And this was Angela, this was Angela Ray, not Angela Rye. Sorry, Angela Ray, it's a different woman.
1: All right, let's see if we can share this here.
0: So these were, uh, this is what Lil' Kim posted on her Instagram page back in 2016 of her, looking like what she looked like in 2016. It looks like a totally different woman than Lil' Kim that was with the Junior Mafia. You see her skin is significantly lighter. You see the blonde hair.
1: So this is deep, okay.
0: All right, so check out these articles here. And um, oh, you know what, let me see. There was one from, oh. So this is from Verastic. This is one of the first ones. This is from January 2019.
1: I've got to show you this also.
0: This is um uh, this is called Can We Talk About Densea's White Tinicious Dark Spot Remover. This is once again another picture of Densea promoting this. She promotes it as a seven-day fast-acting dark spot remover. But she apparently she used it all over her body, though. Okay. Uh, so
1: this is uh, a huge problem.
0: Okay, here's another before and after picture of uh, Densia as well. This was on her Twitter page, because back in 2014, like I said, I went to her Twitter page, and they saw before and after, okay, as well. Before and after Nigerian and Cameroonian pop singer, uh, pop star Densia has defended her skin cream, white Tanisha's, after critics branded it an abomination for promoting skin bleaching, okay? So on the left, you see a picture of her in 2011, and on the right, it's a picture of her in 2014, okay? Now this picture, she she has black hair, but we saw other pictures of her with the blonde hair as well, okay? And this is another uh, promotion for it. okay? Say goodbye to pigmentation and spots forever, okay? White tinnitus. All right, so hey everybody in Detroit, I'll be at the uh, Charles H. Wright Museum of African American History Friday, November twenty third, nine a.m. to seven p.m. We have the information at our website, africanhistorynetwork.com dot com for the Black Friday marketplace. Come support African American-owned businesses. Circulate your dollars uh, with African American-owned businesses. Then go out to the malls. Then go out to the shopping malls. And you know, I was at um, Hartford Memorial Baptist Church on. Saturday and Sunday, uh, this past Saturday and Sunday, they had a pre Black Friday marketplace. So I was a vendor there. And I, it caused me to think, come up with this idea of economic empowerment Sundays, economic empowerment Sundays. In every African American church across the country, or even just 50% of African American churches across the country did this, right? But the first Sunday, Of each month. Okay, if they, uh, if in these churches they had um, African American business vendors, African American businesses as vendors, um, maybe in the eating area in the basement or somewhere in the church, have 10 vendors, 15 vendors. And before and after services, the congregation can go. And shop with the vendors do this the, do this the first Sunday of each month, economic empowerment Sundays, okay? The reason why is because um, in many African American communities they have more money at the beginning of the month than you know at the end of the month. So do this the first Sunday. so you can circulate millions of dollars in the African American community if we do this, all right? and i'm trying to see how many african-american churches are there um,
1: uh in the u.s let's see but
0: this can we we know we have uh thousands of african-american churches um, in the u.s and let's see if we can
1: um uh, see these numbers here on uh, Wikipedia. I'm
0: trying to see how many there are. But this can uh help circulate our dollars, this can help support African American owned businesses. A lot of a lot of these businesses don't have brick and mortar stores because they're trying to keep the overhead low, okay? But uh but do this you do this 12 times a year okay then also uh, what you can do is have something like this for Kwanzaa as well okay and you can come get your Kwanzaa gifts uh, from these African American businesses have these holiday bazaars have this um,
1: marketplace right there in the church And looking at Pew Research,
0: something should say. Something should say how many black churches are in the United States. Surprise, that doesn't just
1: come up. Uh, let's see here. At. Answers.Google, Google. What is the total number of black churches?
0: Somewhere around 69,000 is estimated. It looks like. So, approximately, approximately 70,000 African American churches. If, if half of that, okay, if just half of that which is 35,000. If uh, 35,000 churches had 10 vendors, 10 African-American owned vendors, that's 350,000 vendors in those churches, okay? And if they did
1: on average,
0: just say they did on average, uh, just say hypothetically, they did on average $200 um a month
1: at the church. Hold on, let me back this up. So say you had um three hundred and fifty thousand African American owned businesses
0: that are at 35,000 churches, right? And say they do $200 a month. Say they do $200 in one month
1: at the church first Sunday. That's $70 million.
0: Okay? 350,000 businesses if they do on average $200 on one Sunday, that's $70 million. Okay? Multiply that by 12 Sundays multiply that by twelve Sundays, that's uh eight hundred and forty million dollars circulated in African American owned businesses in the churches. Eight hundred and forty million. as that's, that's shy of a billion dollars. Okay, that's just implementing economic empowerment Sundays. All right. So if so, you have approximately seventy thousand African American churches. If thirty five thousand, if half of them, thirty five thousand, had ten black owned businesses, ten African American owned vendors, the first Sunday of each month, okay, then that would be uh three hundred fifty thousand African American owned businesses, basically thirty five thousand times ten. If those businesses did on average $200, okay, in one Sunday.
1: That's $70 million that they do. You multiply that by 12 Sundays, okay,
0: that's $840 million. And then this gives them money to spend with other African-American-owned business because we should spend at least 10%. Right now, we spend 3%. We go from 3% to 10%. There's an uh, If you read the article that I wrote, Why Does a Dollar Only Last Six Hours in the African-American Community? It's at my website, africanhistorynetwork.com. And I cited a study by the Kellogg School of Management at Northwestern University. This is one of the top business schools in the country. And they did a study, and they found that um, if... Seventy-five. If if a hundred thousand African American families, that had annual incomes of seventy-five thousand dollars or more, if they spent one out of every ten dollars or ten percent with African American-owned businesses, it could uh, it it would create between five hundred thousand to one million jobs. Okay. Name an article. Why is the lifespan of a dollar why uh, is the lifespan of a dollar only six hours in the African American community? How to recycle our 1.2 trillion dollar economy? Okay, and did, did not that statistic uh, a dollar only lasts six hours in the African American community? I researched that. I can't find any. Um, I can't find any legitimate sources for that. So don't get caught up on that. That was. A segment of news one now with Roland Martin and I picked up on that segment we have the video uh, or a link to that segment in the article also but what's more important is the study by the Kellogg School of Management and Washington Post has an article about this also but um, that's that's what's most important okay if a uh, hundred thousand uh, yeah if um, the study by the Kellogg School of Management found that between 500,000 and 1 million jobs could be created of higher income African Americans, uh, basically 100,000 households that have annual incomes of $75,000 or more, if they spend one out of every $10 with African American owned businesses, this is what this could generate. Okay. So that's extremely important. All right. So check out that, read that article also. Uh, and we'll post this in the, thread of the uh, broadcast, also in the description of the broadcast. All right, so churches should implement Economic Empowerment Sundays. And then for Kwanzaa, uh, in addition to like Holiday Bazaar, you can also organize uh, the Kwanzaa Crawl, like uh, Carrie Cadet did out of Brooklyn, New York. And I talked about this back in 2016 and 2017. AtlantaBlackStar.com has an article about this. But uh, what she and two of her friends did, uh, they wanted to make Kwanzaa cool again, introduce Kwanzaa to millennials. So they combined economic empowerment with Kwanzaa, with culture. And they created a Kwanzaa Crawl, took the concept of cash mobbing, combined with Kwanzaa. So they organized about 1,700 people in two and a half weeks. They broke up into about groups of 100 and they went and targeted 17 African-American-owned businesses. Uh, This was on a Monday, the first day of Kwanzaa, December uh, 26, 2016. And they targeted thousands of dollars to these African-American-owned businesses on the day that many of them were closed. Okay? They call it the Kwanzaa Crawl. AtlantaBlackStar.com has an article about this. Kwanzaa Event attracts hundreds to support black-owned businesses. Kwanzaa event attracts hundreds to support black-owned businesses. Okay, so these are all things that are doable. This is not far-fetched. These are all things that are doable, and uh, they can help to uh, greatly improve our economic condition. And this will help recycle dollars, but this also gives us money to leverage to enforce our political agenda as well, to help finance campaigns, run better quality candidates, uh, but to also help enforce our politics, enforce our political agenda also, okay? All right, so look, we have to get out of here. Hey, remember the African History Network, we focus on educating and and inspiring people of African descent throughout the diaspora and around the world, because right now it's correct wrong behavior. What you do for yourself, what you do to yourself, what you allow the people to do to you and get away with is based upon what you think about yourself. Uh, it's not over till we win. we'll come forever. We'll talk to you next time. Peace Reading is imperative, family. Remember, it was illegal for our ancestors to read and gain knowledge of self. Still, to this day, we lack a knowledge of self, especially this younger generation dtr three sixty books. Has the books for you to develop and add to your knowledge in this world we live in. DTR 360 Books is one of the fastest growing online bookstores and it provides books dealing with finance, history, business, children's books, and more. Their motto is Applied Knowledge is True Power. As the Bible states, faith without works is dead. So their thing is applying the knowledge that which you receive from these books. Visit their website today, dtr360books.com, dtr360books.com, and you can find them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Meltrek is an animated series that teaches our children about their greatness. Episode one deals with exploring ancient Africa, where they go back in time and visit various African civilizations and the contributions that they gave to the world. Episode two deals with exploring pre-Columbian Americas and the children journey back in time to learn about several aboriginal cultures, defining structures and nations who arrived in the Americas before Christopher Columbus. This is a great teaching tool for homeschooling and the classroom and they teach our children that their history did not start in slavery. We have the videos as well as the coloring book and storybook available at africanhistorynetwork.com, africanhistorynetwork.com. We have a Mail Trek bundle pack on sale right now for $79.99. And it includes all three episodes of Afro Man and the Protectors of the Book of Knowledge. Get this great gift and teaching tool for your children today at AfricanHistoryNetwork.com.
5: Ed Anime Productions presents Melt Episode 1, Exploring Ancient Africa. Witness the most accurate historical account of African and African American people. A story that has never been told like this before. Join Bunchy. Chen, Percy, Michelle, and Jesse, as they open their third eyes and are sent back in time by their magical teacher Miss Lawford, they begin their adventure in ancient Africa in the Nile Valley. There, they meet a young Egyptian boy named Rameses. Using hip-hop funky beats and rhymes, Rameses teaches the children about the great kingdoms of Africa. They explored the Mount Valley. Mount Valley
3: was a place of the first, <laughs> is the first
2: land of the gold that they sold. Nama
5: and Songhai.
2: Mali and Songhai must have had
5: some serious armies. The Congo. The Congo region is beautiful. Zimbabwe. It's Zimbabwe where we land. And Zulu. Witness the mental and spiritual transformation of the currents. Not only will they transform, but you will also, as you travel with Meltrek, let's resurrect the spirit of our ancestors inside all of us. And recall that we all come from greatness, so we can be
3: We're gonna wanna do whatever time zone, where our ancestors always sat on the throne. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm talking about you and me, my yeah. vacation considered greatest and royalty. So rise up, sons and daughters of a KB land. It's time to claim our riches and take back our land. So come and take this journey, and when you come back, tell your friends and family all about the mail track. Uh, the mail track, mail track, mail track. The mail track, mail track,
2: mail track it back, back to the base uh-huh. and talk about the mail track. Are you struggling with your finances or just need a second opinion? My name is Martisha Patterson, and I am here to help. Whether you have questions about credit, retirement, taxes, investments, or meeting day-to-day responsibilities, you deserve access to a qualified, caring, and resourceful financial professional. As a certified financial planner with over 19 years in the wealth management industry, I have a passion for helping people gain confidence and become successful with money. Taking control of your finances creates options instead of obstacles, confidence instead of uncertainty. Make no mistake, this is an important step for all of us. Will you allow your situation to control you or will you take control and make your money behave? My name is Martisha Patterson. Call or email me today to schedule an appointment. My phone number is 646-552-4384. Again, 646 646- five five two four three eight four or email me at Patisonplan seventeen at gmail.com.